You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. I wonder if you realise just how truly powerful that you are. One of the ways that we can see just how powerful you are is what happens whenever a new medicine is to be tested. Now, when somebody comes up with a medicine that seems to help people, it's not enough that the medicine helps people. What they do instead, they have these things called random control trials. And so what they do in a random control trial, they will ensure that half of the people get the medicine, but the other half don't get the medicine. It just looks like they're getting the medicine. They take a pill with nothing in it at all. Now, the reason why they they do this is because of this thing called the placebo effect, which you've probably heard about. Now, with the placebo effect, what happens is that a significant proportion of the people who take the tablet that's got nothing in it, it's just a sugar pill, they get better from the illness that they had. Now, what's happening here is that we are actually healing ourselves with no help from any drugs whatsoever, that we have this capacity within ourselves to heal ourselves. It's actually self-healing. That is what the placebo effect is. And so... It's not good enough for a new, a new pill that is being trialed to be helpful. It has to actually beat you. It has, to, it has to beat your own inbuilt capacity to heal yourself. Now, one of the funny things about the placebo effect is that its effect has been getting bigger and bigger over the decades So much so that there are certain medicines in existence that if they were discovered and trialed today, they wouldn't actually beat the placebo effect. And so they wouldn't be allowed to be medicines. In order for a medicine to be viewed as something that works, it's not enough that it has some sort of positive outcome. It has to beat you. It has to beat the placebo effect in the trials. Now, the placebo effect is shown in lots and lots of different instances. So there was a study, for instance, whereby people who needed knee surgery were put under anaesthetic and instead of having the knee surgery, they just had an incision made on the knee of the kind one would expect to have if there was knee surgery, but there wasn't. So they would come out of the anaesthetic. They'd realise that their knee had this wound and their knee, despite no surgery, would heal. So there is something within us that is able to heal ourselves. And in fact, we know this anyway, don't we? Because when we get a cold, for instance, we'll eventually get better. So we, we have this immune response Now, the weird thing is 
But given that we can self-heal, why don't we just do it? Why don't we just self-heal all the time? Why do we have to be triggered into action by some phony pill? Why do we have to have this sense of belief in a sugar pill? Rather than just go ahead and heal ourselves. If we have the capacity, why on earth don't we use it? Well, the answer to this question is because the immune response actually does involve spending some of our physical resources. And so there's a guy named Nicholas Humphrey who has really spent a lot of time studying the placebo effect. And in particular, the placebo effect as it relates to evolution. And he's been asking this question that I've just asked you, like, why don't we just go ahead and do it? Well, because there is a cost involved in our physical resources. Sometimes in certain circumstances. Our bodies and our minds, our system, basically the thing which regulates all this stuff. It doesn't want to spend those resources. So why wouldn't it want to spend those resources? Well, let's let's imagine, for instance, as an analogy, let's say we're in the middle of the month. And you don't get paid to the end of the month. And you've got 50 pounds and a, a bargain comes up. A bargain comes up and it's something that costs an awful lot of money, but it's available to you on that day for 50 pounds. But only if you act now. Would you spend the £50? Well, on the one hand, you can see it advantageous because this thing that normally costs a lot of money is now available and you've got the money. So there is some advantage to spending the £50, but it's in the middle of the month and you're not going to get paid. So let's suppose you can't borrow from anyone just to take that solution out of the equation. There's a really good chance, isn't there, that you might decide that as good a bargain as this is, as much as you're kicking yourself that you can't take advantage of it, that even though you've got the £50, you can't really safely spend it because that'll leave you with no money at all for the next two weeks. And there's lots of circumstances that might arise where you're going to need that £50 for something else in order to take care of yourself. Well, this is how our bodily systems and our mind operates as well. That kind of controller, if you like, that decides whether and how to spend our physical resources. And so in some situations, our body and our mind, our system, that controller is reluctant to spend resources, especially when it feels that resources are not plentiful. Now, this, according to Nicholas Humphrey, is a big part of the reason why we tend to get sicker in winter than in the summer. You see, in the summer, the weather is good, there's plenty of daylight, and it seems like these are really good circumstances for us to be out. You know, thinking about our evolutionary past, 
Good circumstances for us to be out foraging for food. Food is likely to be plentiful in the summertime and our ability to get food is at its highest as well. And so our controller, if you like, that decides whether and how to spend resources, that looks at the summertime and thinks, yeah, I can afford to spend these resources on creating an immune response. And so our immune systems tend to be more powerful. But when it's dark and when it's cold and when it's less likely for us to be able to, in an evolutionary sense, get out there and find food, you know, where we tend to go into hibernation a little bit more. It's like spending your last 50 pounds in the middle of the month. And so the body is more likely to lower the immune response as a result. So what's that got to do with placebos? Well, when we're in a situation where we're in some sort of medical environment, where we're being given a pill, what that actually triggers in us is a sense that our resources have just increased, that now we're around the doctors and the medical staff and the medical paraphernalia and the drugs that we have faith in that will work and our faith has been increasing over the years which is why the placebo effect has increased over the years surrounded by all of that our resources increase and so basically we're able to see these cues of additional resources feel safer and so even though there's nothing in the pill it will trigger that immune response nonetheless. It will move us out of that winter state. Now, it's interesting when you think of some of the things that are known to help us out when we're feeling, you know, under the weather and, and physically unwell. Like, for instance, a nice, a nice warm broth, a nice stew, for instance, is one of those kind of old fabled remedies, isn't it? When we're not feeling too well, when we've got like a nasty cold or whatever. And even things like buying people who are unwell flowers. These things which kind of give a cue to our systems that we're actually in springtime or in the summertime where flowers will be or that there's plenty of food because look at all this broth, this hearty food in front of us. All cues which make us feel a little bit better. In fact, there was one study that monitored whether people in a ward in hospital who overlooked the spring flowers from their window, did they get better quicker than those where the view from their ward was just a brick wall? And they found that they did. So it seems then that in order to trigger our immune response, our controller, our systems are constantly looking out for signs of the safety of plentiful resources. It's looking out for cues which will convince us to trigger an immune response that would make us feel better. And so when we're in an environment where people in white coats are handing us 
the kind of tablets that we're used to and that we have an association that they help us feel better. That alone is enough for us to realise that actually we don't just have £50 until the end of the month. Look at all this extra stuff that we've got in our support as well. And so that triggers an immune response and so causes the self-healing that occurs from that, which we often refer to as the placebo effect. Now, we see this as well, don't we, in the opposite. So when there's a relationship breakup, for instance, people often get sick. People often catch a bug in that situation. And why? Because our immune system lowers. People who are lonely, for instance, and see themselves as alone, have a lower immune response get sicker more. This is well documented. And we can see why looking at it through this frame of reference, because when we have a relationship breakup, our resources have suddenly halved. And so we're much more likely to get ill. If we live alone, then we are dependent on our own resources rather than the resources of those around us. And so triggering an immune response in that situation is, again, a lot more like spending your last 50 quid with still two weeks left to run. And so it's interesting, isn't it? Because we have the power to heal ourselves. And yet it seems that our bodies and our systems once again are governed by this thing that I talk about so much on this podcast, which is that sense of safety. That when we have that sense of safety, it makes all sorts of things possible. Not only from a psychological point of view, where we feel more happy to trust others, more happy to take a chance, take an opportunity. All these kind of things that come from a sense of safety. But also in terms of our physical health as well, that when we can trigger cues of safety, the safety that comes from having plentiful resources, whether they be social, whether they be sunshine. You know, it strikes me as I think about this, how vitamin D is well known to help in terms of things like COVID and other such infections. And I wonder to what extent, and I'm not, I'm not, a medical person on that side of things. So I don't actually know the answer to this, but wouldn't it be interesting if the reason why vitamin D works so well is because it gave a cue to our systems that there was sunshine about. So as I take my vitamin D supplements every day, even when it's dark, my system is still feeling a high level of vitamin D as if it's summer and so creating an immune response. But the key thing really about the placebo is that sense of safety. And so it underscores to me yet again just how important safety is in terms of our well-being, both our psychological well-being, but also our physical health as well. And so any time that we cue ourselves for a sense of safety, and in this case it's the sense of safety that comes 
from knowing that we have enough resources to keep us going. Anything that we can do to increase our sense of safety isn't going to just benefit us psychologically, but is likely to make us feel healthier as well. If you found this episode useful, please do share it so other people can get the benefits as well. If you'd like to work with me directly, I'm Alan Parry, and you can find more about me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And of course, you don't have to be local to me because I work online, so you can be based absolutely anywhere. And of course, please subscribe to the podcast as well because it's absolutely free and it means that you'll never miss an episode again. So thanks for listening. And I'll see you again on the next one.